Not long ago, in a far-off corner of a place called the Internet, a revolution was born. Forged in the fires of common experience, the survivors of a mysterious movie known only as A Talking Cat came together. Their purpose, to dissect this fascinating failure of a film and broadcast their findings through the cosmos in hopes that future generations might learn from their mistakes. Some would call them heroes, others would call them mad, but despite the grueling road ahead of them, the group would take up the Sisyphean task and become a talking cast? Are they adventurers, sinner as a savior's or Are they demented, love the punishments, I can't be sure But one thing I do know is that the mission here to force To make your life so hard that you'll be pissing on your kitchen floor Hello everybody, welcome back to A Talking Cast The A Talking Cat podcast that nobody ever asked for But we're bringing it to you anyway I am your host, Dylan Reed Miller. Hi, and I'm special guest Shannon Camp. Hi, Shannon. Should we just jump right in? So for those of you following along at home, uh, this is episode 36, which means it goes from minute 3501 to minute 36. This is uh, the conversation between Duffy and Trent, the (laughs) son from the poor family. His name is Trent? I think so, I thought yeah. it was Brandon. Both those names Let's see what... suit his character perfectly, though. As with the name, like, Chad, he's not the sharpest knife in the drawer. Yeah, his name is Trent. His name way. is Trent. No idea where I got Brandon. Yeah, this is a conversation between the two of them. The conversation basically consists of Brandon going, but I don't know what to do with my life, and then Duffy telling him that he's smart even though he's not. It is very repetitive. Our first line of dialogue is... Is, but you're a cat. Uh, it's fantastic. Which is pretty wonderful. This minute is great because not only do we have the but you're a cat, which is one of many explanations of that uh, type in this movie. At one point, Duffy says in his Eric Roberts slur, I'm a talking cat, remember? Which is great yeah. because uh, there's actually a lot of stuff in this movie that the talking cat seems so barely tangentially involved in. I'm glad that he took the time to remind us that he's a talking cat. I don't know what the exact ratio of times where he is talking to times where he is not talking while he's on screen, but I feel like he doesn't talk for most of it. Yes, that's absolutely true because, you know, he only has those special magical opportunities, as I'm sure we've covered before, for reasons unknown, truly unknown. He can only talk to every human once, which... Okay, sure. But, But there's no, like, sentence limit or time limit. It's just a very nebulous once... Just one life-changing conversation. Something I noticed this time, just watching this minute isolated as opposed to the stupor of watching the whole movie when you're just in a fog and you're like, (laughs) how did I get here? Why am I doing this to myself? The shots of Duffy talking, at least in this instance, in this conversation with Trent, something interesting to know, it's just the same shot of the cat actor Squeaky over and over again. And it's actually been slowed down. It's really just Squeaky slightly turning his head from one side to the other. And it's been slowed down, obviously, because they couldn't even get enough footage of this cat looking alive, is what we get from this non-charismatic cat actor. And then, of course, you have the black MS paint void for a mouth, this open that gets a little bit bigger and a little bit smaller to show us that he is a talking cat? Oh, it's talking. 
So I thought that was yeah. I thought that was kind of interesting that they couldn't even get enough footage of the cat sitting there, like moving its head slightly. They had to reuse the same shot, like over and over again. They used that shot at least five times in this one minute. This has actually been noted a couple of times that a lot of their footage is reused. Like every time he goes through a doorway, it's like the same one, no matter where <laughs> the character was. So like... <laughs> That's fantastic. It's very odd. The next line of dialogue is, you're a human. I What I was going to actually talk about, and this kind of brings us to that point, was uh, Trent's acting. Because those of you who do know, if you know me at all from wherever, uh, I'm an actor. I studied acting in college. And... Uh, Trent's method, if you will, in this scene pretty much consists <laughs> of furrowing his brows and leaving his mouth open the entire time. Yeah, he pretty much just sits there with his face screwed up in the same expression the entire time. And I feel bad for this kid. He's having basically the lowest level of an existential crisis just because his sister has, she knows what she wants to do in a pretty vague way. Business, business business. Well, she has an app she wants to make. He's like, what, 13, 14? That's how old he looks. I guess he's supposed to be... <laughs> supposed to be, like... They're probably, like, 17. Supposed to be, like, 17? Okay, still, yeah. why is he shitting his pants or we're not having a career? Like, what's going on behind the scenes with this home life? I was under the impression that he was kind of the favorite of the mother, but now I feel like he has such low self-esteem. I managed to convince a friend of mine to watch this movie. Um... <laughs> Do you hate her? I'm so I'm so sorry, Sella. I'm so sorry. But I, <laughs> she was like live live blogging it at me. Oh and god. And her 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 comment from this from this minute was so very insightful for a drunk talking feline. Yeah, Wait, which I feel so about sums this up. She watched it by herself. Yeah, I think so. I would okay, listeners at home. I would not recommend that under any circumstances. <laughs> Do not watch this movie by yourself. Got to have someone there, either in person, to, you know, wrench the knife out of your hand when you just want to end it all, or someone over, you know, live watch it with you. You got to have some kind of emotional support when you begin this endeavor, if you so choose, which. I wouldn't necessarily recommend. So what do you think it was like for the actor playing Trent to film this scene? Did they have Squeaky sitting there on the couch next to him in some sort of comatose state because they were reusing the same clip over and over? Or was it just a tennis ball for him to look at? I do not think the cat was there because the eyeline does not make any sense. Oh, that's so for true. For there to be a cat. He is looking way too high up. Yeah, I was about to say it's like if Eric Roberts were there, but we all know that Eric Roberts was not there. Eric Roberts yeah. never set foot on this set. He never met any of the actors playing the humans. That never happened. Actual proven fact. Yeah. He was phoning it in so literally. So in this minute, we have a lot of the whole twin psyche thing going on. Yeah. Trent and his sister are two sides of the same dark coin. <laughs> Jesus. There's a lot of resentment there. I would love to know what a family counselor has to say. Well, Duffy Duffy chimes in after after the comment about him being a human to say that um, that he does have imagination despite what his sister says. His sister is an asshole. I'm sorry. I mean, she is. She is. That she's like, if Hermione <laughs> had no magical abilities and a whole no soul. Uh, Duffy has a, a kind Kind of, you know, an all right little tangent here about how humans are also concerned with what they're going to do and all that. And I think that's, that could be something interesting. He's not wrong, but I just find it, it's like it's Charlie Sheen we're telling us all of this, you know, it's really hard to take it. <laughs> 
from Eric Roberts and from Duffy, and then from the two of them together. Again, yeah, what he's saying is not fundamentally wrong, but we would in theory have more to talk about. But Trent probably, he says stuff several times, but he says the exact same thing pretty much every time, which is, but I don't know what I want to do. But I don't know what I want to do. But in this 30-second minute conversation we've had, I still don't know what I want to do. I didn't discover myself in this conversation. It's hard to believe, especially when you have this magical being like, Yoda just guiding you through. Sorry, that was a really mean thing to say about Yoda. I apologize. I don't even know what else to say at this point. I mean, Trent is pretty and very dumb. Here's the thing. There's so many moments in this movie where I feel like there was almost something that meant something. (laughs) I know that sounds crazy, but I've mentioned it before. There's just some moments, it's probably an accident, but I find reading, I find meaning in something that... I shouldn't find meaning in or or like it's just totally like a passing thing that I'm like but that's actually a good point well here's um, what I and this is one of those well I was gonna say uh this is a movie intended for children you know like don't let the porn set and the porn acting fool you and the porn direction and the porn shooting yeah I think a lot of children's movies <laughs> yeah. feel like oh we need to have some kind of message obviously and that message is usually be true mm-hmm. to yourself so that's where we're getting this so I don't think you're re- overly reading into it. I think you're reading into it exactly the way that they want you to. Well, no, but the but but what I got from it, the moment that I thought was interesting was when he's when he, when when Duffy's saying, "All you humans, like you feel like you got to know what you want to do with your life," and that's where I found it interesting because that's super true. We put so much pressure on kids to like know what they want to be and like get good grades and like right from the get go, like be good at a thing and all that stuff. Oh, that's definitely true, and I also think it's great, uh, if this were an actually entertaining movie about a talking cat, that would be funny, because cats do nothing, they don't give a shit, my cat sleeps for 16 hours a day, (laughs) at least, it's probably more like 20 hours a day, she's awake in 20 minute chunks during which time she eats, and then she goes back to sleep, so it's incredibly uh, true, true to character, shall we say, true to character, that a cat would be saying this, uh, it's just that it's Duffy, so I can't take it too seriously. Yeah. But you're right. It's, I know, I know. Thing. Like, any anything that's said that I find any anything in, it's, it's, I can't take it seriously as that's what they wanted me to get from it. I just always found it interesting that I could find these weird moments in it where I got something where I'm like, oh, that's like an interesting point about humanity and then I'm like that's not what they were trying to say I mean I admire that that's where your focus is I oh god I wish we could sit down with any one of the people who worked on this script you know was it something that was thrown together in an afternoon just in an attempt to make money because kids like watching animals did they think that they had some sort of real message they wanted to get out to children? I mean, these are the questions that's going to keep me awake at, that are going to keep me awake at night. I hope they don't. I hope you get some sleep despite having seen this movie. But uh. oh, God. <laughs> and then Duffy goes on to say a thing about like, you know, it's not about the it's not about the destination, it's the journey kind of thing, which I feel like is a pretty <laughs> common cliche. And he and Trent's like, "What does that mean?" Which good job, Trent. Good job. And then Duffy just goes Oh, I don't know. I saw it on TV. Right. Okay, so he just took away all the credibility of his you humans worry too much about what you do, 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 because he's just spouting uh, secondhand shit. Honestly, I feel like this movie was written by someone with a 
with a page a day inspirational calendar and they're just frantically ripping off pages trying to find something that they can throw into their movie for this magical wishmaster being to spout out. Also, Duffy, you don't like beeping machines. Why are you watching TV? Jesus. Oh, I have so many. You're questions. a magical I, being sent from I nature. Want to know the you're to supposed some to. Them. You're supposed to be out in the forest, wandering around, spouting inspirational quotes, not watching TV. Get your shit together, Duffy. Jesus. All right. Well, I feel like we covered this minute pretty well. I look forward to finding out how the rest of Trent slash Brandon slash Chad and Duffy's conversation goes. Uh, yeah, Trent has imagination and Duffy apparently watched TV at some point despite not liking beeping machines, which is Duffy such a revelation. says that Trent has imagination. I haven't seen any hard proof that Trent has imagination yet. Well, his, well, his, his proof of that is that he's having a thoughtful conversation with Duffy. It's it's not, though. It's not a thoughtful conversation. What's going on? Why Where not? am I? Oh, boy. But that is, that is Duffy's, that is Duffy's apparent proof. And I am calling um, Duffy out. You heard it here first. Minute 36 of a talking cat. Shannon Camp calls Duffy out. I won't be the first time I've fought a cat. One time I put my cat into a reindeer costume in my car in a mall uh, parking garage. So <laughs> I've fought a cab before and I can do it again and I'm not scared of you Duffy or Squeaky or whatever the fuck your name is. Well, our, our closing thoughts from Duffy are if he just relaxes a little, the life he wants will fall right into his lap. Do you have any closing thoughts, Shannon? Cats are freeloaders. You heard me, Duffy. I'll be waiting here. You know where to find me. My closing thoughts are, uh, I'm not entirely sure that Duffy is right about anything anymore. So the entire <laughs> movie is undermined. Well, thank you for joining me, Shannon. This You're has so been welcome. Great. I'm glad I could bring a little nihilism to the end of this episode of A Talking Cast. Thank you all very much for listening to this episode of A Talking Cast. If you enjoyed it and you want to stay up to date with our future episodes, please like us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash A Talking Cast or follow us on Twitter at A Talking Cast. See you next time. Bye, everybody. Bye. Minute by minute. That's what they'll be diving in to shed some clarity on this hilariously failed attempt. So grab a friend and crack a beer with them and listen in. The talking cast is about to begin. That was episode 36 of A Talking Cast, the A Talking Cat podcast that nobody ever asked for. Your host was Dylan Reed Miller with guest host Shannon Camp. Edited by Darren Husted. Music by Casey Trimble. Voiceover by John Kovaleski. Artwork by Josh Hollis. Executive producers Sarah Cantor and Darren Husted. Copyright 2015. All rights reserved. This podcast is not affiliated with Rapid Heart Productions. A Talking Cat is owned by Rapid Heart Productions. No infringement is intended. Charles? For the memory of Charles Harris...